0: The Philadelphia Phillies are a step closer to a second straight trip to the World Series. And the state's aging population could impact some key policy issues in the decades to come. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you and happy Friday the 13th. It is October the 13th, and this is being recorded at 9.18 a.m., I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories together. So let's get started in Philadelphia. The Phillies are headed back to the National League Championship Series. Philadelphia's Nick Castellanos became the first player to hit multiple home runs in consecutive postseason games, leading the Phils to a 3-1 win over Atlanta in game number four of their National League Division Series. The win knocked the 104-win Braves out of the playoffs for the second straight year. The Phils move on to face the Arizona Diamondbacks. Game one is Monday in Philadelphia. The Center for Rural Pennsylvania says an aging population and population decline in rural communities will significantly affect policy issues in the Commonwealth over the next few decades. Sydney Roach is with our partner WPSU in State College and has more on the key findings in the state's population projection through 2050. Over the next 30 years, Pennsylvania's population is projected to grow 1.6 percent, which is slower than in recent years and that growth is expected in urban areas, mostly in the southeast part of the state. The projection made by the Center for Rural Pennsylvania and the Pennsylvania State Data Center find rural communities' population will decline by almost 6%, especially in the northern and western counties. Dr. Kyle Kopko is the executive director for the Center for Rural Pennsylvania. He says there will be a sharp increase in the number of senior citizens by the end of this decade. This will likely mean fewer individuals in the workforce greater need for geriatric care and a host of other policy implications. Copco notes a larger elderly population with fewer young people to take care of them is concerning. He adds he hopes these projections inspire change. County leaders are telling Governor Josh Shapiro and state lawmakers that it is too late to move up the state's 2024 presidential primary date. The County Commissioners Association of Pennsylvania says there's just not enough time for counties to successfully administer the election if they must also handle the tasks associated with moving next year's primary from April 23rd. Lawmakers had initially discussed moving up the primary date to avoid a conflict with the Jewish holiday of Passover. Their efforts, however, became embroiled in disagreements after Senate Republicans touted moving the date as a way to give Pennsylvanians more say in deciding 2024's presidential nominees. While the Commonwealth is seeking feedback on its new policy for protecting communities that have high pollution levels, my colleague Rachel McDevitt of State Impact Pennsylvania Has the details. The Department of Environmental Protection started revising its environmental justice policy under the Wolf administration. Now, the Shapiro administration is rolling out an interim final policy and collecting public comment before officially enacting it. About 4 million Pennsylvanians live in EJ areas, which are marked by a high percentage of people living in poverty or identifying as a racial minority. The previous policy was criticized as being toothless. The new guidelines still don't carry the weight of a law or formal regulation, but they will direct how DEP considers EJ areas during inspection, compliance, and enforcement efforts. Public hearings are scheduled in Ranshaw, Scranton, Erie, Pittsburgh, Harrisburg, Chester, and Philadelphia. Just want to note that people can also attend a virtual hearing or submit written comments. That comment period closes October 29th. The city of Lockhaven is considering selling the William T. Piper Memorial Airport. City leaders say it's losing money. This is the only public airport in Clinton County. Alan Euler is a tenant at the airport. He says it's needed for emergency flights and pilot training, especially as the country faces a commercial pilot shortage. It's estimated that by 2030, they will have a shortage of 30,000 pilots. So we desperately need more pilots. The estimates come from a private consulting firm. City leaders say they want the facility to stay in use and suggest businesses in the county buy it. Euler says there's a group of people working on a business plan to do just that. Here's my daily reminder for you that The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcast and on the WITF channel on YouTube. And if you like what you hear, please share it with your friends and on your social media channels because you can play a big part in spreading the word about The Morning Agenda. So each and every morning, I go through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania, and that was no different on this Friday, the 13th. And I came across a few stories to put on your radar because they cover issues that could impact you and your community in the future. So here's what you need to know. President Joe Biden is slated to visit Philadelphia today. He's championing steep increases in federal public work spending and detailing how promoting green energy can bolster U.S. manufacturing. He plans to announce the city will be one of the regional hubs selected to produce and deliver hydrogen fuel that can run factories, ports, and other facilities. Another of those hubs will be located in western Pennsylvania. And participation in a program to distribute snacks twice a month to students in a Union County school district has increased 30 percent over the last year. The Daily Item reports 340 Lewisburg area school students are enrolled in the Snack Pack program. So here's how this program works. A snack pack is prepared at the Miller Center in Lewisburg and discreetly placed in a student backpack or locker at no cost to the child or teenager. But the cost of the program over a nine-month period is around $31,000, which averages out to about $5 per student. Now, for some perspective, the Daily Item notes the equivalent of almost three full grade levels in the district received snack packs in the elementary and middle school last year. 30% of the student population in the Lewisburg area district also qualify for free or reduced meals. Time now to wrap up today's episode of The Morning Agenda. And of course, we end with me asking you, what is the one song that you have on repeat today? What is the one song you are listening to? Let me know all about it on Twitter. I'm at TLambert895. And check out our Spotify playlist, The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, October 2023. And the latest addition to that playlist is Led Zeppelin's Going to California. And that is going to do it for The Morning Agenda, a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Be well, enjoy the weekend, and we'll talk again on Monday.